Listen to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. And we're taking a look at the Lutheran Witness February 2019 issue. And Who Is My Neighbor is actually the name of, or the theme of this issue. Mm-hmm. But it also is the uh, the name of the article what? we're digging into today as well. <laughs> Thanks to our friends at Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about them at cuw.edu. We are actually recording in studio so yeah we are sorry this isn't live but uh (laughs) to make all everybody's schedules work uh we get to sit down and visit with the reverend bob zagor he's executive director of the lcms office of national mission and author of who is my neighbor uh in the family of god we never run out of people to love it's in the february issue of the (laughs) lutheran witness thanks so much for joining us in studio today pastor zagor it's a great pleasure to be with both of you 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 got the privilege of writing the uh, the theme article, I guess, for this month, or one of the the theme articles. For well, this you know, when you're when you're one of the guys that that people have to have to get to sign their their time forms and things, <laughs> time you, so. you get you get all sorts of privileges. <laughs> what I love about your your preaching and your writing is that you always share personal stories. Um, and that's what you do in the beginning of this article as well to help us see um, who is uh, who is your neighbor. Well, let's start with who is, and I don't want to like totally ruin it for everyone. I, know, I don't want to spoil it. I, wanna, like, I really struggled with that as I was preparing for this segment. Because like, it's such a we, good story. But... Do we tell the story or do we make them go read it? So go read it. Go read it. It's a good story. It is. It is a very good story. Um, Makes you think a little too. Yeah. CPH.org slash witness is where you can get your own, yeah, like, your own copy. org is where the online articles are. Uh-huh. I'm not sure that this one's going to be online, so we'll, well see. You just got to get your own copy you, of the witness. You just got to get your own copy. Subscribe to it and don't pay any attention to the fact that it will be online soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's our answer. So I don't want to give it away. Don't want to give away the whole story. But you have lots of experiences uh, as a parish pastor that always right. provide great illustrations as well to demonstrate something we learn um, in Scripture. So who does God say in the Scriptures? Who does he teach us is our neighbor? Well, just using the word neighbor kind of tells us it's the person nearby us. It isn't somebody who lives far away. In the parable of the Good Samaritan, the the man who's trying to justify himself to Jesus after he says that you're supposed to love your neighbor as yourself, he says, but who's my neighbor? And mm-hmm. Jesus tells a story about a foreigner who happens to be on the road. And it, so it's anybody that God puts in your path, anybody who's around you. Because as I'll tell you the part that doesn't give away the story in the <laughs> article, God creates families out of people who aren't biological families because they're related through his blood, through his death, through his resurrection. They're related by the fact that he's given them to one another. The reason that I loved you two one of the first days that I was here isn't just because you were nice and you took it easy on me when I when I did my first coffee hour interview. Was it the first day you were here? It might have been. It, it might have been. been. I think it might have been. And you asked me, so what's the job like? Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know where my office my is. Office. <laughs> But God put you in my life to love. And so since he did that, I knew that there was not only a good reason for you, but a good reason for me that that would be that I would be able to love you, that I would have you close to me, and that this would mean something not only for our joy and our satisfaction and our work together, but for our ultimate edification. 
because God talks about family all the time. I mean, he could have picked any name that he wanted, but what name does he pick for himself? Father. Mm -hmm. Jesus could have had any name that he wanted. What does he pick? Son. What does he call the church? His bride. Jesus says, unless you come to the kingdom of God like little children, well, that's because you've got a father and a son. <laughs> so we're, we're family. When Jesus talks about going to heaven, what does he say? In my father's house are many rooms. He's not inviting you just to paradise. This isn't a reward for good behavior. This is the family home. That also gets rid of a lot of the ideas of being justified by your good works. I mean, if if I were to walk up to your front door, Andy, and you didn't know me, and I knocked on the door and I said, hey, I'm a really good person. Can I come and live here? Can I be part of your family? Will you take care of me? Now, now if my son answered the door, he'd probably say yes. But. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but the, the point is, you're being invited into a family home as you're invited into the church. And as you're put in the path, and we, we recognize that the Lord intentionally brings us together. He knits his people together, and he's promised that wherever two or three are gathered, there he is in the midst of them. So who's my neighbor? It's the person right in front of me. And oftentimes, the person that really, really gets me frustrated and angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and these people, um, I think we forget like maybe it's like, oh yeah, at home, I know that my neighbors are the people close to me. And at work, it's the people that maybe sit around me. But we, it's easy to forget about it when we're um, like walking around a, a mall. Do people go to malls anymore? Um, or like mm -hmm. in a coffee shop. It's, it's, it's it, your neighbors are still the people around you, even when you're out and about and not at home or at work. Well, I'm sure most of us have had this experience, too, where you've walked into a coffee shop or someplace where people gather and you realize there isn't a single person in the room who's looking at another person. Mm -hmm. Unless they're on a screen. Yeah, unless they're on a screen. <laughs> and we, we've gotten away from the Lord's way. We talk about friends and what are friends. Friends are people on Facebook, perhaps, that you've never met. You know, yeah, I some of those. <laughs> you go, you go to Sarah's Facebook account. I'm sure she's got like 5,000 followers or whatever they call uh, them. And, I, don't, and I have no idea, and, actually. And, and um, she's very good at keeping up on social media. I'm, I'm terrible at keeping up on social media. I keep getting reminded that it's part of the obligation I have to communicate with people I love, but I'm terrible <laughs> at it. And, and it's, it's in part because I have... I have a lot of understanding just from 27 years in the parish that I'm supposed to be looking at the people who are around me. That I, I have been given an obligation to interact with them. And certainly social media can, I'll say something good about it, it can be a real way of connecting with people. It can be a, a good way of connecting with people, but we can never forget about the ones who are around us. Mm -hmm. It's surprising how many folks go through their lives nowadays without ever meeting the people who live in their neighborhood. Yeah. So how are we supposed to be a neighbor to them if we don't meet them? And meeting them is the very first step in caring about their salvation, too. If we talk about what it is that it, that it takes to get the, the willingness to witness up within us, we, we often talk about, about, well, I'm just not the kind of person who can walk up, to, uh, walk up to a stranger and talk about Jesus. And you know what? That's a pretty ineffective way of doing it anyways. But if I care about Andy 
and I'll pretend that I'm worried about Andy's salvation. If I really care about Andy, am I willing to let him go to hell? I hope not. I'll give you I'll give you a quick story. It about my about my younger brother. He's a lawyer. I'm a pastor. We debate back and forth. We love arguing about things that we don't even <laughs> we just love arguing because we'll take a position that we don't even believe in order to argue with the other one to oh, just sure. to sharpen our skills. My it's dad fun. does that. And, and it's it's just a great deal of fun. And one day I was on the phone with him and it, and and he said, "Well, I know I'm going to heaven and I, I've got him." He's Roman Catholic. I grew up Roman Catholic. I've got him. I know how to do this. I'm a I'm a pastor. He walked into my trap, and I, and so I'm ready to spring everything on him. And I said, "So, how do you know that you're going to heaven?" He said, "Because you're my brother. You love me, and if I wasn't, you would have told me." Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> who got who? That's right. <laughs> and so the very first step of talking about Jesus with our neighbor is understanding that they're there by God's grace. They're there because God put them there in front of us. And so we respond to them as people that have been given to us to love. That's also one of the ways that we turn into good neighbors, too. Because if I really care about you and care about your life, care about care about what's going on in your world, am I going to try to make it more difficult for you by the things I do? Am I, am I going well. to? Well. <laughs> at least on purpose. I mean, some people just can't tell. But. What is the most unusual place? I'm, and this is kind of a hint if you read the article, uh, which you should read <laughs> yes. Who is My Neighbor uh, in the February issue of The Lutheran Witness. But what's the most unusual place you've discovered a neighbor to serve or most unsuspecting place you found a neighbor? Well, there are lots of them. The, in the article, I talk about a nursing home experience I had and, and that the people in the nursing home had with me. But I'll tell you what, if you're looking for a place to find neighbors, that's a great one because a lot of times you have people who will go completely unvisited. During my experience in the parish, it was quite common for people to say, I love it when you come to visit Pastor because you're the only one I see all month. Hmm. So that's a great place to find hmm. a neighbor. And it's also a place that even though you've got a bunch of residents there, they very rarely know each other. Hmm. So it's a, it's a good place to find a neighbor. Absolutely. I remember uh, when I was at Parish DCE going to visit uh, the, the Sunday school would regularly, not just at Christmas, but at other seasons as well, go sure. visit the, the shut-ins as well. And that was a good practice, I think, um, for uh, for us as a as a congregation and as a Sunday school as well mm -hmm. to to remember our neighbors you know granted we prayed for them Sunday morning in divine service but to, to go out and, and visit with them face to face as mm -hmm. well so the this month's issue um, or this month's article who is my neighbor in the family of God we never run out of people to love uh, I don't want to give away the whole story because you should go read it but anything else that you want us to know about our neighbor uh, we have just like literally one minute left as we wrap up today. <laughs> well, then I'll tell you everything about the article and you can just cut it off. At no. The end. <laughs> no, it, they're always there and God puts them there for our good. And I'll, I'll just say about the story in the article that, that the two of the ladies that I was talking about in the article, they found out that God had put a neighbor there that they didn't even know was there. 
what a great way to uh, to wrap it up. <laughs> the Reverend Bob Zagor, Executive Director, LCMS Office of National Mission, and author of Who Is My Neighbor in the February issue of The Lutheran Witness. Thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. It's always a joy. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.